Hello. Hello and welcome to April's edition of Cottage Diaries. These are brought to you by UKNaturePicks.com. I'm Rosie Timmis Norton. Welcome to April's edition of the Cottage Diaries. First of all, I need to start by saying I'm very sorry that they're so late. In fact, it's nearly May, but we didn't really have a lot of news, although we've had a lot of work. We've had a lot of problems in the last month, both financially and with our livestock. In fact, I would say it's been pretty disastrous April, not only on the weather front, but on the livestock and financial front as well. First of all, the lambs that we bought or the ewes that we bought that were in lamb were put to a, a rather too large tub. So we lost two of the first born lambs, one because it was hung because the mum couldn't get it out and we weren't there in time. And the other because the, the ewe actually had a birth defect and the lamb died. This cost an absolute fortune from the vet, but she was really good and well to be recommended. If you're in the Lincolnshire area, Metheringham Vets, Orchard House Vets were superb and so was Jo the vet. We did do a caesarean on her. She did it with, and I helped, which was quite exciting. She did suggest that I should have brought my camera to photograph it, but I don't think any of you would really want to see a caesarean happening there and then. It was fascinating though and the ewe seemed very calm. She was laid down most of the time. The injections were put as a local anaesthetic so it didn't hurt her because sheep are prone to, to just drop in dead for no, no apparent reason. I gave her the antibiotics injections over the next few days and she's made a full recovery. She the other day was due to have her stitches taken out which was fun catching her. In the end it took Jeff and the rugby tackle because Mossy is too young to be put to the sheep while the, there's a little lamb in there as was Roy's dogs as well. She she's as I say, made a full recovery. I took the stitches out. It's a nice clean scar, so she'll heal well soon. And we are keeping her, although financially she won't be viable because she won't be able to have any more lambs. She is going to provide my mother with wool in the future for her spinning enterprises. So she'll still have some use and she deserves a chance because of her you know, will to live and her strength of character. The other day, I've been working at Bransby, in Bransby Horses Home near Saxelby in Lincolnshire. I've been helping out with on the alternate weekends to try and uh, feed them and clean them out, give them the medication. It is physically demanding work and I absolutely love it. Jo there is fabulous. She's a lovely person and I've got to work with all sorts of nice people and they've made me feel at home. So if you, you are looking for work in the local area two days every other weekend, Sunday lunch included and paid for, please give Sally at Bransby Horses a ring. They do pay quite well and it is well worth doing and not only financially rewarding but I would say emotionally extraordinarily rewarding and you get paid for losing weight. I have lost quite a lot since I started there. In all now I've lost three stones so I'm looking forward to, to getting into my size 12s instead of 14s and 16s and even worse in the past. So I'm looking forward to that over the next few weeks feeling quite human again. <laughs> While I was there we unfortunately one of the the horses was um, very elderly as you would expect with a horse's home. Some of them have serious health problems and some of them have 
age problems, I suppose, things that go wrong with age. Wistie, one of the horses, was one that met both criteria. He was very old. He had cushions and laminitis and colic. I found him in his stable when we went to get them up in the morning. He was down and in spite of our best efforts, we couldn't get him up again. He had, We had the vet there and he was put to sleep sometime later on in the morning. At the same time he was put to sleep, Wistie of Little Lamb was born at our house. So she's been called Wistie in memory of Wistie the old horse. Let me tell you a little bit about that. It wasn't uh, a birth without its um, moments, I should say. Jeff, I had the car because we've only got one car of my poor Land Rover, which I'll explain later. He, I had the car and, and Jeff was at home. Sally noticed that one of our Rylands was struggling at the gate and laid down. Scott, one of the farmers, came. He fetched Roy, our fr farmer friend, and between them they managed to get her, her into the shed. And she she was having difficulty because, as I say, it said earlier that the the ram was too big that they were put to, and therefore the the lambs are too big. So it makes for a very difficult birth. Luckily, there was another farmer in the area which has the reputation for getting anything out alive <laughs> otherwise impossible or seen as impossible David David came along and he managed to get Wistie out and Molly the the you the mum and Wistie were doing brilliantly well so I came home to a little fluffy lamb who was a few hours old <laughs> feeding with a voracious appetite nearly one that could match my daughter mum looked a bit fed up because I don't think she's <laughs> it's the first time she's lambed and I don't think she could believe this little thing could could eat so much or drink so much Wistie is now two weeks old you'll see pictures of her on the website she is a pure breed Ryland lamb they are small and stocky in size they have uh, been bred in the past for ideal for smallholders. They tend not to wander. They tend to stay to the field. They provide a really good quality wool and meat. The wool in particular is, is for my mum, so my mum can carry on spinning. Wisty has developed a well I would say a very cheeky character already within a few hours she was digging her way out of the shed so we've actually let her out into the field with her aunts now she's with mum and her aunt so she seems to to be getting all the attention from them as they haven't got any young there she's happy that she she's uh, getting all the attention and centre of attention and attention from the dog walkers that have been watching to see what happened and see if we had any lambs she's very big for two weeks old she was probably the size born of one of Roy's lambs that would be three weeks old so you can imagine what size of mum you know she she was considered you know the size of her her mum she likes to dig she likes to climb she likes to while Jeff's busy working in the 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 Land Rover trying to fix it she loves to be watching him she bounces around all over the place she has a funny little tuft on her head which makes her look almost cartoon like I would suppose she's doing well and we love her to bits the chickens we had a bit of a problem with because one escaped and unfortunately hot footed it under the gate and a dog walker's dog bit it and 
its its wing was broken it was badly injured i gave it some antibiotics but it died still died a couple of weeks ago that's one of the problems that you have with any livestock it's something you have to accept i have since or my husband has since fenced that done the gate so it can't get out so they do have access to the two acre field as well as their own pen which is about a quarter of an acre we are getting eggs from the the remainder now they're doing quite well we're on the lookout for some leg bars so folks if anybody knows of any leg bars they produce blue eggs or blue green eggs so we'd like to, to have a bit of a variant we have got one leg bar left but she's very very elderly and doesn't lay anymore with them getting out a lot we need to to keep checking the cow shed because they're starting to lay in the cow shed instead of their own house but ever the fun all the other animals are doing well tiny the one of the the horses one of the ponies ha, had lost a lot of weight since the the earthquake he is prone to losing weight because of stress and because of the weather we we had snow at easter which is virtually unheard of in lincolnshire we're, we're quite a, a temperate climate normally we've had serious snow we've had thunderstorms we've had hail and in fact up until last week we had sleet and hail he lost a lot of weight even though he was rugged but with tiny it tends to be stress related he gets wound up about things and then he loses weight he is putting it on now we've had the vet to look at him and he's fine he's had yet another vet's bill gosh <laughs> scary so i'm glad i'm working at other places to get the money <laughs> he he's doing really well he's beginning to put weight on and he's put on about five kilos in the last week so we'll keep him on his build-up food until he's ready holly is going to ride him again at the weekend he's had a few weeks off to put weight on i've also got to lunge him this week to get him going again fritz one of the the other ponies he's so fit he is so fit so naughty and we love him to bits they're they're all causing problems we've had to redo one of the fences because ty kept putting his hoof through it and he was doing it on purpose for attention and he only did it when people were there but he threatened to to hurt himself because he's not the cleverest pony in the world and we didn't want him getting hurt so jeff's had to refence that Alongside that, Jeff and I, Jeff, Holly and I, refenced some of Roy's field because his lambs were getting out underneath it. So that's all been refenced. Freezing cold, and there we all are. Roy has had huge success with his lambs. One, one of his sheep bore six live lambs. Some of them were taken off because she couldn't possibly feed that many. So we've all been trying to help him a little bit by feeding them when we can it's a, a long job and i think he'll be glad that lambing's over because he's had remarkable success this year and well done to you roy for that we've had a lot of other things happen fritz is doing really well the pony he he's fit he's active and he's teaching a little girl or, or neighbor's friend daughter to ride she's learned to canter on him it's quite interesting to watch the difference in his styles and his riding techniques he is absolutely whizzy and full of it and will jump absolutely anything when holly or kelly is on his back but with this little girl it seems that he senses that she is perhaps not as experienced as the others and he tends to take much better care of her and think about her and stop for her rather than than her have to worry about things she has learnt to canter and i don't know which look the proudest him or her because he taught her to canter sally's mum's going to have a go on him as well because although he's only 10 too he's a very stocky pony and 
Sally's mum's very petite as well, so she's going to have a ride on him, as my mum does. He loves taking everybody around, and he's very proud of himself. Earl the Shetland Pony that also came from Bransby, he's doing very well. Holly has managed to just get him to accept tack. That's his bridle and his bit and his saddle with absolutely no problems whatsoever. We were aware that he'd been back previously but had a tendency to book when you put the tack on. And we had none of that while we're putting the tack on. We think, looking at his records, that was due to the fact he was probably back too young because he's still only four, so it's quite worrying to think that somebody may have backed him at a very early age. He's very good to walk. He's not good to trot. That's when the booking starts, so Holly and Kelly will have to work on that over the summer. But we've got plenty of time, and it will give him a, probably a better quality of life because he'll be a useful horse, not just a companion, so he can wander around. I don't know that Holly will ever grow out of him because he's, he's, he's so stocky and Holly's so petite. Although he's tiny, he, he's, he's cute. We've not put any of the vegetables in yet because of the weather. The weather's been absolutely atrocious, as I said earlier, so we're not doing any of that until we know for absolutely certain that things are progressing nicely. I'm going to try some new tomatoes and runner beans this year, so I'll let you know how they get on. The Rayburn's doing very well. My my sort of poor person's Arga, as they're, they're probably described, which I bought for a pound. Holly just will not accept bought cakes and things, so it's lucky really, because the lack of time means that I've, I have actually made some cakes, so we've got something to eat when we come home. Also, it slow cooks everything, so we've got a meal when we come home as well. So all for free, because it burns on the wood that we pick up in the field. It's brilliant. <laughs> Couldn't be better. Bransby, as I say, I've been working there for a few weeks now. I'm now working with Joe. Joe is the, the rehoming officer. I work alternate weekends and Joe has been fantastic and I'm very grateful to her for giving me this opportunity. I love being there and as I say, I would recommend anybody that has a spare couple of days every other weekend talk to Sally at Bransby Horses Home to go there it's cheaper than a gym you get a lot fitter and you get a lot back from the horses as well so it's a win-win situation if you want to to work there or are interested in doing the odd weekend contact sally at bransbyhorses.co.uk i love the horses there so i thought i'd tell you about them maddie as i say she's elderly she's mad i love her to bits and the the world's a better place for knowing Maddie. Leroy is the little black donkey. He's they've got quite a few donkeys. He was found abandoned, and they took a lot of people there to get him, including the RSPCA. But in actual fact, he was easy to load, and he's a lovely, friendly little thing until he makes a dreadful din when it's feed time. There's also Chutney. Chutney is one of the young cobs. She's very pretty and very kind, very lazy and very laid back. We're very similar personalities. We get on quite well. <laughs> In fact, we get on very well. I think it's impossible not to have your favourites at a place like that. You can't help it. You bond with some and you don't bond with others. Everybody bonds with somebody else, so everybody has their own favourites. And I suppose they must get extra spoils from everybody but there's enough people to go around for horses so they all do very well out of it <laughs> they all look incredibly fit and incredibly happy and it's lovely to see them 
Also, if you're interested, if you're in the Lincolnshire, Yorkshire, Norfolk area, if you're interested in rehoming either companions or riding horses, it would be a very good place to start. It takes a long time. I'm not saying that it's not without its problems. It will take six months probably for a horse to be backed and go through its isolation process of scoping, blood tests and things like that. So you know you're getting a, a fit, healthy horse to start with. If you you are interested, contact joe at bransbyhorses.co.uk. There's some fantastic horses there and they're well worth it. If you're unable to actually adopt one but would be interested in the foster scheme, that is that you get a you pay three pounds a year and you get a newsletter about your particular horse and all the information about Bransby Horses Home as well. It's a lovely read. I enjoy it and everybody else that I know gets it enjoys it. That again is on the Bransby Horses web website, bransbyhorses.co.uk. I am in the process of doing some videos, which you'll see in the next few days, very amateurish, on butter making. Now, the reason I've done that is because I do make butter on a regular basis with my old Kenwood chef. And I've had lots of requests from the Accidental Smallholder website to produce a video. So they'll go on my site. If you're interested in making butter, it is a good pastime. It is relaxing. And once you've burnt up all your calories looking after your animals, you can afford a little bit of butter. They'll be on the website. Also, you should get any information that you want from the accidentalsmallholder.net. It's well worth a visit. Finally, Liz Wright from the Smallholder Magazine and I are in the process of setting up a National Smallholders Association. This isn't just for, for community groups. We don't want to tread on any of the local groups' toes. We are putting it together in response to some of the negative publicity we've had in the UK recently. We have been talking to the Smallholders Association in in the Netherlands and Christine there has provided us with lots of useful information. We are looking at providing a disease information service for the diseases on bees, on the, the avian flu, foot and mouth, blue tongue, things like that. There will the people that we give an advice won't be me that will be proper experts in the field and we're also looking at maybe making getting rid of any of the negative publicity because as a group we tend to be very reserved and we don't have a, a very good national voice so we need to do that probably also to look at lobbying the the government for for information and for for things that are of interest to us we don't want to tread on anybody's toes. We don't want to get into retaliation of the recent negative publicity. But if you are interested, we're estimating it to be about £10 per year. And we'd be glad of any help that anyone can offer at this stage. Contact me at info at UKNHPix.com. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of the, the Cottage Diaries. As I say, I'm really sorry. There isn't much to say even now. I hope you've enjoyed it also. I will try and get the May edition out much sooner than that. Next week, I'm hoping to put on some articles on goldfinches and some of my other old articles in MP3 format. So look out for those and enjoy. Take care, everyone, and welcome to spring. Bye-bye. <laughs>